0: Hey guys, this is Vanessa, and my podcast is Life Paranormal with me. Listen as I serve you all things spirit, paranormal, and unexplained. Join me every other Saturday as my guest hosts and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the life Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at VLIFEPARANORMAL. Follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. Tennessee, for News,
1: there's your sister, demon booth. Where a death and
0: porno goes, down Jim Jam has a show. Bigfoot, sats, that, aliens, it's time to dance, fly before the UFO,
1: Jim Jam is not a show. Whoa. Ashers, uh, how you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Good. Just uh, ready for uh, this holiday to be off work. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I get it.
1: But uh, Ashers, uh, don't you tell everybody uh, where you're from and what you do?
0: Sure. Yeah. So uh, my name is Ashers um, or Ashley Hilt, whichever you prefer. I don't really care. Um, I'm a 48 investigator. I do that full time. That means that I uh, research and investigate all of the the crazy fun anomalous phenomena of the world um but when i'm not doing that i'm also um on my weekly podcast on wednesdays we talk we are talking about all of those strange anomalous things um and i'm also i, I do everything i'm a documentary filmmaker I've, I've started speaking at events now um pretty much anything and everything i do it as far as the world of the weird goes so that's the gist of it
1: well that has to be pretty awesome to get paid to investigate so
0: oh i didn't say that i got paid to investigate that's why i have a podcast (laughs) oh (laughs) well i mean nobody really you know the government's not going to step up and go hey listen will you go investigate this thing that we're desperate desperately trying to keep from people um and we'll pay you for it you know and as far as um you know scientific study goes i mean you know, the only shot that you really have are private investors who have private labs and things like that. There's not a lot of universities that will study Bigfoot or, you know, tank on something like the Mothman. So there's not really a job in the market. So therefore, in order for us to make money doing stuff like this, we have to create content. Um, And it's all fan, uh, you know, fan uh, funded. And, you know, which is great because people like this weird stuff. So keep liking it so I can keep doing my job, please.
1: Well, I'm sure uh, you won't have to worry about that. I'm sure that will always be a liked uh, thing, loved at most. Um, but yeah, I don't remember how long ago it was I found your podcast, but it was through uh, shit, Paranormal with V. There you go.
0: Oh, yeah. I had a, I I had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's and okay. I, no, I love her.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just recently started, as you, uh, you can see, I, I do a lot now. Used to, I didn't tweet hardly any from the Horror Basement's Twitter. I usually did it from our other one, but kind of going away from that and trying to focus on the podcast. So I've been tweeting from that, and somehow I come across Paranormal with V. And then I think I heard you on one of her episodes, and then I started listening to y'all. So that's how yeah, that happened.
0: No, she's great. She, um, Yeah, I, I go on her show. I'm, I am actually set to record with her this coming week. Um, so, you know, definitely check out uh, V show also if you guys haven't yet, but, but no, that's really great. I think that's super exciting. Twitter is a very, um, it, it can be a very good place to market your stuff. I know, uh, a lot of my friends just stick to Instagram and while Instagram is okay. Um, I don't know. I just feel like people get more reach with Twitter. So I feel you on that. We've got a, a, a Twitter handle for the podcast. Um, but I don't, I don't use it. I don't have the time. I'm too busy marketing myself to market the show.
1: <laughs> well, you can do it through your, your own page. So, right. You know.
0: Exactly.
1: But it's always good to have that, uh, you know, that one, like for if you, uh, you know, like y'all do, uh, with y'all, y'all have y'all's, I don't want to call it a hotline, but a number to call to leave voicemails. Yeah. So, uh, you can, uh. You know, have that there and they can tweet at you you don't have to necessarily promote and stuff which you just throw up like what we i usually do is just throw up the little thumbnail that i make for each episode on there but i need i just wish i could find like a uh a zillennial i guess that uh, is twitter savvy that would love to do it for free (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, exactly. You know, I'll tell you, I started this when I got into this game. I didn't get into it with the podcast. I started doing the podcast because I was investigating, because like I said, nobody's paying me to do this. So I was like, well, I need to make content. And uh, yeah. but when I started it, you know, I had absolutely no social media footprint. I started this back in 2019. Um, and I started full time in the beginning of 2020. And I didn't even have a smartphone. I didn't I didn't I had still hadn't made that jump yet I had no idea what I was doing
1: you and, had a flip um, phone still
0: I yeah well it wasn't a flip phone I mean it was a touch screen but it wasn't a smartphone it was just a oh, okay. cell phone I so know what you're I've, talking
1: about.
0: I've learned how to do and you know at that point in time I decided to make an entire fucking documentary I didn't I don't know how to film anything I've never edited audio or I've never done any of this before so um you know the documentary now has been um two years in the making, and there's been a lot of changes with it in those two years, and a lot of people are excited about it, but I've had a lot of people questioning, well, when is this thing finally going to come out? You've been talking about it for a long time, and well, the thing is, guys, is that, I again, I'm doing this completely on my own, learning how to do this completely on my own, and funding it completely on my own. On top of that, it's an open and ongoing investigation, and it's not something that's you can just put together in a day if i'm just going over the history of the mothman and point pleasant and all that sure but that's not what this is this is this is new groundbreaking information and you don't just walk out your front door and discover that so anyway but yes i'm completely self-taught um on uh, as far as the twitter and uh so just social media in general the shit's hard man these kids are so smart nowadays
1: <laughs> yeah I, i'm constantly looking up tutorials on how to do stuff and yeah. thankfully uh Instagram has released it to everyone to be able to, in their stories, uh, post links now. Yeah. So I I try to take advantage of that any time I post on the story. I'm always throwing up our link tree in there.
0: Yeah, oh so. yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it makes it, you know, it, all you really need to know how to do is Google. If you can Google, you can learn how to do fucking anything. It's amazing. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, you know, that's like, because I, I, a long time ago, I was trying to work on, like, I would buy old cell phones back when smartphones come out, and I would try to repair them and sell them, which I did a couple successfully. Sure. But, but that's how I learned how to do it. I just Googled how to work on phones and or a and youtube that, out
0: there yeah i mean you just so, google how to hashtag i mean <laughs> it tells you how to do it
1: <laughs> yeah like you get like if you got an android device you can just download a device that'll generate uh all the top trending uh hashtags and uh, it'll it'll put them all down there and you just copy and paste them into your post
0: yeah yeah, it's super easy now so i mean that you know i'm thankful for that but but there is some skill to it, I guess, oh, to a yeah. certain degree, you know. And then I tell people all the time, the marketing itself, hell, that's a whole other job. So, you, yeah. know, but, it, yeah. you know, you can learn anything with Google, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. I, I, you learn every day something new. But uh, the bi- biggest thing to do is try to learn how to make a an eye-catching thumbnail. That's the biggest thing. So I'm trying to, I'm I'm wishing my kids would learn a little bit more about that because my son's 14 and my daughter's 13, but they don't even mess with social media. So I don't, no. well, my son's a gamer. So he pretty much just plays on his PS4 all day when he's can or whatever. <laughs> so wow. I need to get him out of that shit. And I'm trying to uh, get him up here and show him how to do all this. So, me and Johnny, when we're recording, we've got a little round table over here, and we're trying to where we sit across from each other and actually record now. So, yeah, it makes it a little easier like that. Uh,
0: Yeah. When I first started the show with the the original um, co-host, Ivy, um, she, her and I were in the same room. Now, granted, you know, we were in the same room trying to use the same microphone. So, back in those days, the audio was kind of shit. But... It is nice when you can sit with each other mm-hmm. and have the energy, you know, uh, of the conversation kind of take hold. I mean, I'm thankful because my co-host now, Pat, we just, we get along so goddamn great. Um, so it's, <laughs> you know, he, he's in Chicago and I'm in Ohio and it's always been that way. I've met the man once and, um, and that was after we had already been doing the show for like a year. So, you know, it's, um. But I, you know, I can tell you that the energy in person is much different than it is, you know, via the show and whatnot. So having that, that sit down kind of interaction, I think is really important. It's not necessary, obviously, but it just adds something to it. We've talked, we've talked about taking the show to um, like a visual, because we don't do, we just do audio only. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Pat laughs all the time. And he was like, he's like, but you don't have a radio face. You need to, <laughs> it's like you need to go on video. <laughs> like, well, you know, we'll do it. Um, I've been working on several sets around my home, but I live in a two-bedroom apartment, so there's not a lot of <laughs> space but, for that. Plus, I got a night or I'm sorry, she's 10 now I got a ten year old and I got two cats and, and they like to bother me while I work. so um, you know, but I, I think that that's a that's really neat that you're trying to get your kids interested in things like that. My kid, um, you know i kind of joke about it a lot she thinks that i'm not cool because i'm her mom and she meanwhile yeah. doesn't realize that i'm probably the coolest fucking parent that you could ever ask for so
1: <laughs> Hell yeah yeah <clears throat> my daughter she's big in the cosplay and stuff so she loves dressing up like that she's cool, always yeah. like she we all let them have access to the amazon account which they can't buy nothing without permission but I'll go in there and look in the cart and good God, there's wigs, there's costumes. <laughs> this kid is always wanting a costume. It's, uh. <laughs> But you know, it's awesome that it. she, oh yeah, yeah, it can get very expensive, but you know, like we do two conventions, usually we do two conventions a year. And one's called Chattanooga, which is in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's mm-hmm. like a multi-fandom convention. She absolutely loves it because it's anime, you know, about anything you can think of which actually okay. it's not it's not fully everything because they don't have cryptids there i am have, have to br- i might have to bring that up when i talk to the that's guy that's a
0: problem well and cryptids are definitely becoming like a new a new thing my first um my first appearance in 2022 is going to be at the paranormal expo in marietta ohio and as you notice it's the paranormal expo but Mm -hmm. where it's located is right on the border of of ohio and west virginia so i'm going to go and obviously discuss mothman and it's going to be considered topical um but yeah cryptids are definitely starting to like make a splash in these other i've got friends that make a lot of the cryptid art and they do they you know they're vendors for all these events um but they're starting to do you know halloween festivals and you know oddities conventions and things like that and i think that like the metazoo people i don't know if you've heard of metazoo um no. but they've they've basically um it's pretty much like pokemon but with cryptids so they have oh, cards shit. with like cryptids yeah and they, it's been fucking huge um I mean, some of these cards, I have a first edition pack sitting on my shelf that's worth like thousands or something ridiculous like that. People are really getting into it. So that's helping mm-hmm. because then you've got like the fan, like you said, the fandom conventions now are gonna kind of have cryptid. So it'll be kind of topical to have people not only having the MetaZoo cards and the MetaZoo people there, but then you get a couple of booths around that area with a couple of the vendors and the artists making cryptid stuff or selling books or you know whatever. So I I, and I think that's great.
1: <clears throat> yeah actually i'm gonna bring that up to him and uh see if he would uh be interested in bringing in some you know uh, you know helping i can help bring in like cryptid people um yeah that would be phenomenal uh i'm actually gonna message him while i talk to you so i don't forget
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely hey if you need cryptid people i, I know a bunch of us <laughs> yeah <So. laughs> Whatever he'll probably he thinking
1: he probably be thinking I'm talking about cryptocurrency or something. Cryptocurrency. Oh
0: gosh, you know if you follow the the cryptids or the cryptozoology hashtag on Instagram, you get a lot of crypto cryptocurrency.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've actually it was luckily uh, <clears throat> I made over six hundred dollars on crypto profit. You? Yeah.
0: Wow, that's I ain't made no
1: money since, but I yeah. cashed out before it started tanking again so smart. Yeah, i invested like a hundred bucks and then made it almost 600
0: wow that's pretty what What would you invest in was it the dog coin
1: it was uh shib uno shib oh, uno yeah. or something yeah. like yeah. that it's yep. like the, the sister coin of but it won't never go nowhere so i just went in and cashed out but, uh, obviously i did a good thing because it's still not doing shit
0: it's not yeah i know i've I've invested quite a bit into it you know what i'm just gonna wait and hope that it makes a comeback eventually because it might
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i was i was needing money at the time so it worked out perfect but i'm gonna still have
0: profit i mean it's still worth way more than i bought it for initially oh yeah i'm just i'm gonna wait
1: (laughs) but i got also my uh my uh, co-host johnny my best friend he uh he told me about another coin something about something Mars something and wow. uh, I bought, I got a shit ton of that. So maybe that'll skyrocket one day. Sure.
0: <laughs> hey, that's but, all right. You gotta, you can't, you can't win if you don't play. I mean, that's just the way it works.
1: And I actually didn't have no money in that. Because what I did is I traded some uh, Shiv Eno and I bought the other coin with that. So I have no money in none of this now. Because I, right after I got up to like $800, I cashed out the amount I put in. Mm-hmm. so the rest I, I was all profit
0: that's so, cool that's the way to do it
1: yeah yeah try to be smart about it but anyways uh yeah i messaged him hopefully he'll be uh thinking about that and uh yeah it's like uh february february middle of february i believe is the convention but um if you're not doing nothing in february well,
0: Tennessee's not that far, so yeah. I mean, you know, it's that's the thing.
1: February 18th through the 20th in Chattanooga.
0: If he if he wants a speaker, um me and me and Pato will be, that Pato will be there Pat o will be their man in the table and I'll be there to talk everybody's ear off about high strangeness, so
1: Well, we can uh, actually after the the con uh shuts down for the night, uh we could schedule a panel for y'all uh, then, in so y'all both could be there because Y'all, both of y'all interacting with each other is pretty phenomenal <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you yeah I found uh, Pat O because he um uh he had sent me an email um and then again this was way back when when I first started I had no idea what I was doing on social media and I just asked people like hey who wants to help me make this documentary? And um, he messaged me and he's like, well, I'm a filmmaker in Chicago. He's like, I know that's kind of far from you, but I could definitely help with like editing and voiceover work and all that. And I'm like, yeah, cool. He's like, but also I'm getting hold of you because like I've seen aliens. And I'm like, what are you <laughs> talking about? He was like, I'll message you in a couple of days. I'm like, okay. And he did, he sent me this big, long, huge written up email um, explaining to me how he, when he was a child, he woke up in the middle of the night he walked into his mom's bedroom and uh, his mom was sitting on the bed and there were two grays standing there and his mom just got up and she just kind of slowly walked him back to the bedroom and they never talked about it again. Um, We've talked about Pat's encounters twice on the show and, um, you know, we talked about it. uh, That was the second episode he was ever on. We talked about it and we kind of did a revisiting of it after Pat had kind of already sat down, after he kind of, because Pat's not like a big cryptid, well, first of all, mm-hmm. Pat's not a big cryptid guy in general. He doesn't really believe in cryptids. He's more of a conspiracy guy. Um, yeah. Even like with aliens, he's, he's, and he'll disagree, but I believe that he is skeptical. On the skeptical side, he believes that a lot of UFO sightings are more military, you know, planes and stuff like that, Um, you know, secret technology and whatnot. But, you know, I wanted to see how it would be if he retold the story, after kind of getting more submerged into this world because it's not like he doesn't know anything about any of this you know he's he's been interested in it um but after he's been more submerged into the world and he's been kind of um up close and personal with somebody who investigates this stuff you know me and um you know he he did want to talk about it more and it was kind of crazy to me because he'll say like well my experience wasn't really a big deal and i'm like what? Uh, what?
1: No. It's <laughs> a
0: huge fucking deal, right? Like,
1: what?
0: <sighs> <laughs> you know, but compared to like we had uh, Roy, uh, Roy Stubblefield come on the show and share his dog man encounter, which is a fucking horrifying story. If you haven't listened to it, that's a good, good episode. Um, you know, I get what he's saying, but still, I didn't wake up as a child and find aliens in my house, so... <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Um, let me see where I'm at, uh, cause you, like I told you on Twitter, you been I've been going. Up? Yeah. So <laughs> let me see where the last. Uh, was Um. So the last episode, I still got eleven minutes left. Is the Wendigo and Aliens?
0: Oh yeah, that one we talked more about aliens than we did the Wendigo, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a letdown, a whole Wendigo thing, cause if you try to f- think of it like for Stephen King purposes. It's yeah. not it's not the same as obviously what the real thing was and then how y'all were discussing in the episode that uh um that it was just like very cold in the plains of wherever they were at yeah. and they were just hearing the wind blowing really
0: Right, there's a lot of logical explanations for the Wendigo, but when you go back, like a lot of people, you know, and I already know, you know, you mentioned the Wendigo right now, a lot of people listen to the show, the first thing they picture is this stag-headed creature, like with the antlers and everything, Wendigo were never described as looking like that in Native American lore, Um, they were described, we're actually going to be doing a revisiting of the Wendigo also Um, because my opinions on it have changed a little bit Um, but they're actually described as like these grayish they're just they just look like really starving people and they're like grayish and really thin and they are just very sickly looking and um, there are also tales though of other creatures one that a lot of people talk about is the rake now the rake is a creepypasta it's that's not a real thing that's something that was made on the internet but oh. that creature that weird golem like creature that thing's been around forever since man has so i mean maybe there's something to the wendigo what i call a wendigo no um i yeah. wouldn't there's other names for it um but there are also other explanations famine and cold weather and you know just general going crazy because you're freezing and starving to death you know so
1: <laughs> yes and it's it is um, interesting. Uh... Kind of go back to the raking or the rake or whatever. Yeah. Is it also called the raking? Can it be called that too? If I'm thinking it, right.
0: Can it be called the rake? Not that I've
1: heard of. Well, because like, there was a movie. There was a movie that came out. It was about, a, I guess, a, something called the raking or something like that. Huh. But <laughs> I didn't realize that I had anything to do with this movie until I saw the credits and my name was in the credits for like, thank you. Well, oh. I don't know if I. Posted something about it or help them with something. Yeah, and what did like, you do? I don't know, but my name was in there. Not my name. I think it was the name of my before our horror. It was called the T- Tennessee Horror News, is what everything is under. Oh. But it had Tennessee Horror News, and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I can't remember. Because <laughs> there's so much shit we do. But um, yeah. I'm thinking, I still don't know what the fuck I did. <laughs> I, was like, it, it okay, wasn't cool. the,
0: I think there was what the the one movie, The Rake, which came out, I think, in I want to say 2016. I don't remember. We had that guy on the show, the We had Tony, the director,
1: Tony Wash. Was
0: Tony Wash, yeah, we had Tony Wash, the director, on the show. Okay, to talk about there we
1: go. The there we go. So I don't, that's I don't know that's, that's what it is because we've had, we had him on the podcast, even podcast even too. Yeah, we've so had him on the podcast we are
0: connected too. That way, also. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so. yeah, because well, we interviewed him about his movie, Skeletons in the Closet.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: And I guess we was talking to him before. Maybe my uh, buddy Yeti. Um, he used to be a co-host of the podcast and a writer. So he since moved on to the Outsider website. Uh, where okay. he's actually getting paid to write articles about, like, country music and stuff. But, yeah, he got an awesome gig, and uh, he's doing well, so he's doing that. Good. He's not able to do the podcast no more and stuff because he's so busy with that. But yeah. just a uh, huge congratulations to him for that. But uh, hopefully one day, we've been doing this uh, since, uh, well, we've been doing it for six years, podcasting. Wow. And yeah it, I wish we'd have did it when Joe Rogan started, because hopefully we shouldn't be bigger, or bigger, or probably not as big as Joe Rogan, but I mean, at least bigger than we are now. But
0: so I probably one of the best compliments I got was that somebody said that they like my show better than Joe Rogan's. I'm like, oh, well, thank you.
1: <laughs> See, that's a fucking huge compliment.
0: I was like, that's great. You know, I'll be honest, I don't realize how well the show does until I look at like my friends and I see how their shows do. And I'm like, oh, oh, we have a really popular show. I didn't know that. <laughs> it yeah. took a long time to realize. I had no idea because it, it's not the same. Podcasting's not the same as like compared to YouTube on YouTube, and even though the show is on, we have it on, up on YouTube, I don't promote it a lot because that's not where my sponsorships are. Um, but on YouTube, you can like compare notes, right? You can like look at other creators and see how many views they have, how many subs they have. You can't really do that so much with podcasting. So it's hard to gauge where you're at as far as like, am I, am I even any good at this? I don't know.
1: Well, um, but, they, you know. I kind of gauge it with, uh I use uh, a app called CastBox. I don't know how accurate they're Numbers are, but I can go in and, uh, and like for infant for example, which, uh, Chris Jericho, I don't know if you know the wrestler. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got 1.9 million. I don't know if it's listens or people that listen, but, uh, but like us, you know, we're nothing compared to that. Not even thousands. I guess I don't market it right. Obviously been doing it six years and can barely get that many of them people to listen
0: yeah it can be hard sometimes but i mean it, you know it's still a slow build i can you know i can say that um you know it takes a long time to kind of build that um you know that working relationship i'm not going to share my numbers live because i don't want to oh. but i'll mess i'll message them to you <laughs> just to get serious
1: you know, I'm not uh, just not bragging because it's nothing to brag about, but it says on cast box 909. I don't know if it's people listening or I don't know how their things work, but that's a lot more than it used to be. So I guess we're getting but that's what I was trying to tell Johnny is like, you know, we just going to keep or he what? not I can't remember how we worded it, but I think he was telling me trying to reinsure me. But he said just we just got to keep doing it, man. No. Don't let yeah. up, just keep on, because I had yeah. so many people, friends, that done podcasts, and they uh, slowly dwindled out and quit doing it, oh, and yeah. I'm like, man, but we've already did six years of this, there's, there's no way we're stopping now. Well, Cheers. exactly.
0: It's already part of your daily routine. I mean, you might as well just you might as well just keep doing it. You know, and and he's right. You just kind of have to keep going. If you look at like other big creators and like how long they actually do stuff for before they get that big break, it takes a while. I mean, it just, you know, some people get lucky. You go viral with one thing and some people you have to really work at it. You just have to keep doing it and keep doing it. And uh, you know, that's and like even I want to quit sometimes. And, you know, that's and then I'm like, well, But I can't—not just podcasting, just in general, whatever your goals are, you know. But anything's possible if you want to work at it hard enough. It's long enough. It's exhausting, but the payoff's always worth it. So you know, that's what I tell everybody: follow your dreams for sure.
1: Yeah, because we—I started this whole thing started out in 2014, and I didn't have a podcast time. All it was a Facebook page called Tennessee Horror Reviews. And I thought the idea of me to review movies. And then I realized, I'm not a fucking writer. How can I review movies if I'm not a writer? So I didn't think nothing about YouTube for some reason. I could just do videos on YouTube. Which I right. wish I'd have fucking did that. Because, you know, things have been different now. It's but, true. um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so I changed it to Tennessee Horror News. And I figured, I can do news and stuff. And even that's not easy so no, it took not. forever to get and then i i started a new job and my buddy johnny that's now with me uh i was telling him about how I, I was bragging to him how i found an app to build a website on my phone so that's how com come about and uh oh god it was so bad in the beginning so bad <laughs> it might be better than geo city uh the website so because i remember hearing y'all talk about geo city yeah. <laughs> websites on the episode with that guy that has that uh, spoof oh, religion Ch- or whatever
0: church of the subgenius yeah oh. no church of the subgenius look into it it's actually fucking huge um he he he's just a part of it he's just a member of it um this, this he... thing has been around like i'll tell you some of the facts he was saying are true it really has been around since the 80s He really did learn about it. The story that he told about him being at this place and the guy comes in with this random videotape and starts playing it when he was a teenager, that was 100% real. That actually happened. (laughs) (sighs) At weird... first, as... I purchased my membership and I am now a part of the Church of the Subgenius.
1: Oh my God, you fucking did it. Really? I, I That's did it. Insane. I saved my $35
0: awesome. for my eternal salvation and now I get my own pleasure craft when I die. So.
1: so, is the pleasure craft just a fucking vibrator?
0: I think I think it's a whole spaceship which is made of vibrators. I don't know. I guess it's whatever you want it God. to be.
1: You just walk <laughs> in and the walls are covered in damn suction cup dildos to the walls.
0: There's just a loud hum. That's what the hum, the hum of UFOs come from. They're just you, covered. In fucking
1: your vibrating. whole body is just vibrating from. It, you're just pretty much in a big ass vibrator. You're inside of one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> pretty much, yeah.
1: Just assortment of dildos on the wall.
0: Yeah, Pat was absolutely not having it that episode. He was so done.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Because at first, you know, I I think I stopped the episode and I didn't even remember nothing about it. And I started playing it halfway through. And I, I'm hearing y'all talk, and then I hear this other person. I'm like, "Who the fuck was that?" Yeah. Because I didn't even go back to pay attention to the show notes of, you know, like. And I was kept on listening, and I'm like, "Who is this?" Oh, they got a guest, okay. And then he started. <laughs> then he he's talking normal. Then he goes into his spiel about the the religion or whatever, or the church. And I'm like, "Is this motherfucker serious?" Oh yeah. He, and then I hear. I hear Pat trying, he's trying to yeah. talk, and he said, I'm just keeping it on, my mic on mute, and I'm like, this has to be fucking not serious. This can't be serious. <laughs> and it sounds like you're trying to be as, uh, you know, a professional as possible, but sure. there's a few times you break out and laugh, and I'm like, this is fucking sarcasm. <laughs> they're, they're being sarcastic. Then I look it up, and holy shit, there's an actual website. This motherfucker is serious.
0: It's legit. No, well, I mean, it's like... Legit. <clears throat>
1: Well, they
0: So like the Church of the Subgenius kind of the whole thing of it is like it's it's a joke religion and it's supposed to poke fun at other religions so but it's kind of become its own its own religion I mean they really fucking do have D-Day they celebrate or I'm sorry not D-Day they have X-Day. Every July, they all go out to this festival. The guy on the show, his name is actually Red. He went to that festival. I was supposed to go this year, but it was all the way in Florida, and I didn't. No. Um, that's my birthday week, so I didn't go. But, um, you, you know, yeah, celebrate so he, it with a bunch it's of people. Its own thing now.
1: Well, you're going to have to I, make I, plans I to, to, to go TV this July. Ohio,
0: and it wasn't, so I like, fucking can't wait. I'm so excited. That's, that's the whole reason why I bought the membership was so I could go to the X-Day fucking <laughs> festival. <laughs> so.
1: Uh, yeah, this I looked it up it's and like
0: because these people are wild, but
1: yeah, I looked it up and I saw a Wikipedia and it said it's a parody religion, and I was like, oh, okay, you because know? I heard him say yeah. something about the creator of it was fucking stupid, and I'm like, do you really talk to the talk about the guru like that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, you usually don't <laughs> talk bad about the guru, and he's like, because the guru he is so dumb and stupid, and I'm like the fuck is going on here i'm losing my shit and at work i'm driving around at work listening to this and i'm like you know what happened though i don't know if you saw it but i made a fucking tiktok but i'm starting my own religion did you? i'm starting <laughs> did a you church did? of the uh the basement and beyond oh. and i sw- I, <laughs> I changed my name from jim jam to midge madge i said i'm the great midge madge oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and you can, and you can join this wonderful, fabulous something, uh, uh, church for the low, low cost of five thousand dollars. Oh, five thousand! Well, it, it I made it ridiculous. So people, the thing, I'm, though,
0: is the cost of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you and know, you then have I to said, to
0: reduce it a little bit, so that way, because.
1: Oh well, I was just it,
0: me paying that thirty-five dollars. That was fucking worth it. Like, and and I would pay it over again. And so those people gotta be making a fucking killing off of their thirty-five dollar memberships. I promise you.
1: <laughs> well, I was just using it mainly making, just trying to be funny, and then I included. I said we also accept checks and EBT cards. <laughs> oh, so. My God. So, I'm hoping people can see it. and like, this motherfucker can't be serious. I'm like, obviously, the government's not going to accept a fucking church. Yeah. Here. And $5,000 worth. Who's getting $5,000 in food stamps?
0: <laughs> well, you never know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I might make a video one day. Like, we're doing a sale right now. We'll cut slash the price 5000 down to $25. Bucks.
0: <laughs> people might.
1: And all you all get all is membership. a sticker. Is
0: that, bucks? You just get,
1: <laughs> get a sticker <laughs> and a pamphlet. Fine, I get a... <laughs> well, hey, like I, get, I, get, I, get, I, get, I
0: think you get a certificate. I don't even know. I'll be honest with
1: you. I, I thought, he said, me- I thought I he said a. I thought you said a membership together, card or something. You got to do an I'll unboxing do video then. Yeah, you to... need to. Yeah, that'd be fucking phenomenal. <clears throat> you know, wait till like maybe you can. You and Pat O can be in person and do it. That would be and do it break. together. He'd be so yeah. pissed. <laughs> he really got me. Don't tell him why. <laughs> so you got me here for this shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a good idea.
1: Speaking of him, I got to go back to the whole when he said he walked into his mom's room and there was two grays. <sighs> how how good of a sense of humor does Pat got before I say anything else?
0: Oh, very very good.
1: Okay, he's not very uh, defensive on his mother. Is his mother still alive? I'm not going to be talking bad about... Him. Not talking bad, but, you know.
0: She is <laughs> She is still alive. Um, but, yeah, no, it's fine. It's okay.
1: <laughs> okay, so, uh, hope, are you ready for what I'm about to say? Because Let's do it. I'll edit this shit out if it's heinous. Was this mom have a gangbang with fucking aliens?
0: <laughs> so, I can't tell you... Yes or no. I can tell you. Here's what I can tell. Now, here's the thing is that as an investigator, I am 100% professional, and I do have um, confidentiality with the people that talk to me. With yeah. Pat O, there is an element to the story that is missing that I cannot share publicly, and that's all I can say about it. It's so a, did okay. his mom have a gangbang with aliens? We'll just say yes. Absolutely, she did.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, can't call it a gangbang if there's only two. It would just be a threesome. So if I think it's it – Three, Does it have to be more than... More. Is it more than four? I think it's five that, that qualifies the orgy. Think or a it's gang... more than
0: four.
1: Yeah, because yeah. then it's a foursome. So. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It,
0: as long as it's four or more.
1: Because, you know, the way you said it, she's like, she got him and just slowly walked him out with, like, no big deal. <laughs> I'm like... Um... <laughs>
0: and they've never talked about it.
1: Yeah, she they've just don't want to bring it up like... I let them have my, I let the aliens have their way with me and then they go about their business. They do got long, don't they got, the greys got long, skinny fingers.
0: Those long fingers. (laughs) Maybe they got some good dick. I don't know. I, you know, I (sighs) tried at least once.
1: Is it, is it, yeah? (laughs) Um, Because, like, when you see it in the movies, I'm sure it's not as accurate as in real life. They don't have nothing down there, unless that's a that's a suit they're wearing. You think it's a suit they're wearing? Like in
0: uh, what what was it? Uh, uh, Fire in the Sky? They yeah.
1: Because I, I didn't see yeah, no, I didn't see no. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see no dick around. swinging around or nothing. <laughs> I didn't see him like right. like I mean, the movie Pop. Pa- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going around in a pair of damn uh, um, <laughs> cargo shorts or nothing. <laughs>
0: It could be. I mean, I, I would think that, like, different aliens definitely have different types of dicks. Um Like, Indrid Cold, he looks like us, so because he looks human, they probably have regular dicks, but, yeah. like, E.T., I don't think has a dick at all, so.
1: <laughs> could you imagine E.T. having a dick? That'd be a That's whole a different movie. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be all callous like and a... stuff, because he don't have no legs, yeah. he's just got little feet, so it'd just be dragging the ground. <laughs> So it probably wouldn't He's even work no more.
0: Tripping over his dick.
1: It's his third leg. That's maybe that's why he walks. But maybe the alien, the greys, maybe it comes out of him like a fucking dog or something.
0: Like in a pouch.
1: Yeah, it's got a dick sheet.
0: They got the little dick pouch.
1: Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. It just comes out like I guess a rocket. Cool is
0: it really the word. Would be it. hot.
1: Would it be hot?
0: <laughs> oh God! See, and I don't know how. <laughs> i don't know how this happens but every time i go on a show i end up talking about alien dicks aliens and dicks but here i'll I'll explain to you maybe why kind of um if you've been catching up on the show and maybe you've gotten there maybe you haven't yet there was an incident where a a guy contacted me because he had a very special um (laughs) yes and it was that he has the largest penis in the world okay and this guy you know, first, he, okay, first of all, he got a hold of me because he, he knew that I was a filmmaker and he wanted to make movies with his ginormous dick, not necessarily porns, just he can do things with his dick. And I'm like, well, how big is this guy? I've never asked anybody. So to
1: can he movie. do the helicopter? Like,
0: I got to see this cock.
1: Can he do the uh, helicopter?
0: Well, probably not because it's so big. It's it's probably it's too weighty to do that. So
1: probably uh, hurt. like,
0: let me see this guy's dick. I see this guy's dick. Yeah, right, exactly. The skin and everything would probably pool, but I see yeah. this guy's dick, and I'll, I'll tell you with one hundred percent certainty, this guy has the largest dick on this planet. He does, and I'm like, this is crazy. Why aren't you? Why isn't this on record anywhere in the internet? Like, why aren't you in the Guinness Book of World Records? He's like, well, i listen, I contacted them, and after I contacted them, I started being followed by the government, and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, the reason why I have such a big dick. Is because I am hold on. He's like, I am my DNA has been upgraded at least five times by aliens. I am part alien. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, Yeah, my big dick. It's like a walking billboard, so people know that aliens are real. And I'm like, so fucking blown away. So we have this guy on come on the show, okay? We we did. We had him I'm actually show. upset. Of, I'm upset about this, business, by the
1: now, way. Damn it.
0: It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. We had to take
1: is it gone yeah, forever he ended
0: up going nuts and um it is not i've considered i keep considering opening a patreon and i've considered putting it on the patreon as the infamous because i tell this story all the time <laughs> people have heard about this guy's giant dick but he came on the show he talked to us then he freaked out afterwards now i don't know if guy was part alien but what i can tell you with no uncertain terms is that he did and does have the largest penis on the entire planet so i don't fucking know do with that what you will (laughs) so and let me know if you... you know people ask me what's the weirdest thing you've you've you know come up with what's the weirdest thing you've investigated it's this guy with this huge fucking dick so i don't know
1: well, I'm pretty eager to hear this episode, so if you decide to actually do a Patreon, please let me know, and I will be sure to subscribe to that, because I gotta hear this <laughs> fucking shit. That could be your first uh, post on Patreon, like, here's the infamous post, or the, whatever. <laughs> here's, here's the big-dicked
0: alien guy. It was crazy. He was, <sighs> I mean, he's obviously mentally unstable, but, uh, yeah, people, I, I I do want people to be able to listen to it, so
1: so when in some he... Way.
0: I'll put it out there, just not in a very public
1: Yeah. Way. So I'm thinking maybe when he got upgraded by the aliens, they only upgraded his dick and not his mind. Because get... <laughs> you got to have the proper software to run that hardware. <laughs> and he obviously <laughs> does not.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was a miserable life. He couldn't just... do any... You can't do conventional... Like, he can't have conventional sex. He can't, oh. he can't just masturbate. I mean, it's very... Oh, it'd be, it'd be war. I mean, a lot of guys are like, "Oh, I wish that was me."
1: Was but he a no, skinny he guy? Like, it is a, it's he'd have to have fucking arms the size of Hulk Hogan or something? No, for, you he was know.
0: very masturbating <laughs> 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 his big cock. No, he was very um, he's he's not a big guy. He wasn't a huge. I mean, he wasn't a really tiny guy or anything, but he wasn't a big guy. But his dick was. He would have to like tape it, to, like could not tape it, but like tie it to the side of his leg. It was nuts. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'd be miserable. He'd have to have a fucking complete whore <clears throat> to be able to, to take something like that. I don't even oh, know yeah. if a, a complete whore could do that though. No. Well, he's gonna I have mean, to I'm resort sure to
0: one person out there in the world. But
1: he he just know, gonna he have to resort to, to bestiality, I guess. Kind of the idea. You know, yeah. he's. A, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a. Well, maybe he can get a special sex doll made for him.
0: Well, he probably could do that. Yeah, he probably could
1: get one of them real dolls. I remember seeing those on. Uh, <laughs> With a giant remember...
0: gaping fucking hole.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fucking like this. I don't know how big around this thing is, but <laughs> that was. Do you think he is lightheaded when it gets uh, when he gets happy?
0: Um. Probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a whole lot of blood down there. He has to get extra yeah, blood extra pumped extra into body.
0: it. This thing isn't huge. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, for sure. It's just a very interesting story.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that and I'm like, Y'all talking about this. I, like, I want to hear this episode. Damn it. Why well, wasn't I listening before? Because I could have heard it before y'all took it down.
0: <laughs> it was only there for the week, for a couple of days and then he removed it. So or he- he came after us to remove it, so
1: Wow. Yeah, you know the repercussion was gonna be, right? You was gonna yeah. get y'all both was gonna get dick slapped.
0: <laughs> from where <laughs> he was, wherever it was he <laughs> y-
1: Y'all <laughs> he both are gonna have him. like a big ass mark on the side of your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for not taking down the episode. <laughs> that, that would be insane. Crazy.
0: Pat was genuinely scared of him.
1: Was
0: Whoa. like Pat was freaking out. He's like, this guy's gonna come for me. I'm like, no, he's not, dude. He's I'm like, he's not. He's just nuts and talking shit.
1: He can't chase you. He can't chase no, you.
0: he can't run.
1: <laughs> no, because he he would die. He would just fall off. Or he just ain't got the wind. It's because I'm sure it weighs a lot. Oh. So yeah, but uh yeah. I guess we oh, can God, get off the good. uh that ginormous alien dick. <laughs>
0: everybody likes to hear about the big alien dick
1: (laughs) yeah sure that might have to be the tagline for this episode (laughs) (laughs) um so i know y'all got y'all's uh your the phone number y'all you know people can call and uh tell anything Uh, go ahead and tell that number
0: 77359 weird okay call and you can share in your um your paranormal experiences maybe you've seen a cryptid ufo or aliens maybe you've just had something genuinely weird you can't really explain um you know maybe you you work for the government and you have insight into secret experiments or conspiracies um or maybe you just want to call and tell us that the show fucking sucks um we are have y'all had that happen these calls we've kind of just been uh no, not yet. Everybody loves the show, so nobody has called and said, hey, I fucking hate the show. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if that's what you want to say, you know, if you want to call in, we, we'll ask questions. I mean, try to, you know, be as interactive as we can with our audience. So if we ask a question on the show and you want to you know call in with your answer, you're talking about, you know, absolutely do. And um, we're going to we're trying to find a good way to to play these. Eventually, the idea is that so we can live stream and we can have live in callers. Um, You know, so that way, you know, people can connect to us directly. It is a live phone number um, that you can connect to. It's just that it immediately goes to a voicemail if we, uh, you know, hit the do not disturb button. So um, that it it will go live at some points in time. um, And we can talk in real time about people's experiences, just like uh, Coast Coast. You know, we we say that the show is like um, the tagline for the show. It's like Coast to Coast AM for people that fuck. So, you know, because of that, um, you know, we definitely want to continue to have it be like coast to coast and we can't do that if we can't give you guys the opportunity to call us so yeah definitely uh you know check out the show and, and call the phone number
1: hell yeah um what, what do y'all use because we have our own phone number and we use uh a google voice
0: that's what we use
1: okay so how was you able to get a number that spelled out weird
0: it took a long time. It didn't take that long. It took like an hour. Um, you know, I was So just you just kept playing. on... Yeah, I just kept playing with the numbers to see what was available and what wasn't. Um, You know, and so, and Weird happened to be available, and I was like...
1: That's fucking great. Oh, okay.
0: that, you know, that works. So, yeah, it, it worked out. It worked out great. Like I said, it took about an hour of just searching phone numbers, but yeah.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Um, I haven't got the, we've got a few call-ins that's happened about paranormal stuff but we recently we got a Mm -hmm. paper here in uh this area called the exchange where they allow free uh ads for six weeks up to six weeks so we was able to put that phone number in that uh, for free that's cool
0: yeah that's a good idea we're gonna make uh business cards because we're starting with the table next year and so you know we want to be able to push that out more to more people um so we're gonna have merchandise and stuff like that but we want to do cards with the number on it and pass those out to people um i get a lot more phone calls of people that want me to investigate their their particular situations which you can do um you know and i won't put it on the show if you explicitly say hey i don't want this or if if you're sharing like identifying factors like your name and your number i'm not gonna put that on the show for everybody to hear that's just you know that's fucked up but yeah. uh, I get a lot more calls for private investigations than I do for like public things on the show. Um, but we got quite a few and, and I really need to start playing them. It's just, I'm, I just, we do the show every week and it's a lot. I mean, I'm 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 working, I'm yeah. a single mom, you know, and I do all this stuff all the time. So, I mean, it's a lot to push out a show every single week and not to mention the research for those shows and all that. So I'm trying to find a good way to to include the voicemails into it um, but we have started to do that now. And so that's super exciting. So I'm hoping that that'll get more people to want to call and share publicly their information.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to do that as well. Uh, it's not as easy as it uh, uh, to get people to call in for reason. I guess a lot of people are, I know. are maybe scared or, sure. I don't know, embarrassed maybe. I don't know but we've got a few, yeah. but we've, we, what, what I would do, I would just usually play the audio and me and Johnny would react to it. Right. Like you, I think we mentioned when we was messaging, you said that that's what y'all would do when y'all start doing that.
0: Right. Right. Just stop, stop the recording of us, have us react to it. And then, or we, I mean, we could play it with the audio, just edit it, edit that part out, whatever technical stuff. Um we're still trying to figure out again. I'm Pat is, you know, he's in his 40s, so he's pretty much ancient and then I am um just not a very good millennial, so <laughs> not a yeah. technology stuff.
1: <laughs> so uh, are you at you said I think I heard you somebody you're a 90s baby?
0: I yeah, yeah. I was 91. i I just hit 30.
1: Okay, so I'm a, I was born in 84. So, uh, okay, I'm th- yeah, so I'm 37 and Johnny is 40 one i believe so he's around the same age yeah, yeah. as pat <laughs> yeah
0: that's pat yeah pat pat just hit 40 this year so um you know but we but, joke uh, about it a lot that you know i'm I'm pretty much a baby compared to him makes me feel good
1: <laughs> yeah i do all the technical side of stuff and johnny does more of finding the topics and stuff like that yeah so yeah you know, everything's set up uh, where, where i'm at now it's we call it the studio but uh uh, this is where we record everything, and yeah, it's grown. You know, uh, we started off with a $13 mic on Amazon, from Amazon, and uh, yeah. and uh, a computer my wife's dad bought her for uh, Christmas one year.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how, well, you know what, I'll tell you, I'm still using a $12 Amazon <sighs> microphone
1: to... Well, I, mean, it, I have it, 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 expensive
0: microphones. I like my little twelve dollar from Amazon.
1: <laughs> I, I got one, I think it's called a a FIFA nine or FIFA nine. I'm planning to pay twenty bucks for it. It's just a USB mic. I was trying yeah. to use XLR mics and it's just too much stuff. You have to have a mixer and all that shit. I come yeah. to find out yeah. you don't I I don't you don't really need a mixer. No. You know, so I got rid you're of the mixer. If you're
0: making music and stuff, sure. But
1: yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I thought I needed that, but no. Just I wasted so much money on stuff. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Now it seems like it's working better now than ever. We got some cheap webcams. We got a Logitech and a a no name webcam over there. Yeah. But it all... <laughs> But it works. But only bad part. Now, I got a gaming computer is what I do everything on. And the uh, only reason I got it was because I got laid off in 2020 for two months during oh, yeah. the shutdown or whatever. And I was one of the one that was lucky enough to get the uh, the $900 a week unemployment.
0: Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah.
1: So, I took one of those checks and bought me a badass computer.
0: Hell, yeah. Listen, I did, too. I got laid off, actually, two weeks before the entire country shut down because i was working for victoria's secret i was working for the marketing department and Mm -hmm. the company had sold and then two weeks later shit hit the fan so i ended up getting on unemployment and i got i got lucky because we were getting that extra every week and i was Mm -hmm. like well holy shit i need to do investigating full-time this is my calling this is fucking divinely guided lost my job at the same time and now like I I have all this time in the world to go do these investigations and go hang out in the fucking woods all day and I'm making money doing it. This is great. So I completely understand. Listen, I've worked my whole life. I deserved the fucking break. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got my wife. Wasn't so lucky. She uh, actually works at a hospital. So she was working nonstop. So it, you know, it didn't, uh, nothing happened for her where she could get off, but I was off. I think me and Johnny was off for like two months. And I was like why didn't we do a lot more content while we was off, you know? Cuz oh, you know, yeah. you could still go out and do stuff like like park and all that and, or any woods we can just walk in woods and film stupid shit or whatever. Anything,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still can just you
1: don't have as much time. Yeah. Yeah, like well, I've been trying to uh
0: jobs.
1: But uh that one video I was telling you about the uh my my fake church or whatever i put it up and we're trying to do tiktoks now because it's i guess you know a little late to the game on that though
0: yeah that's well you know what you're way braver than i am because i cannot figure out tiktok for the life of me
1: (laughs) i usually just record anything i record i'll i'll just record it regular and then i'll edit it on my computer and just upload it because I know people that they, they can do it all through TikTok. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not.
0: <laughs> I'm bald. I
1: don't know. I don't know how to do all that. So, and I don't do the whole trends and stuff. Like, they got the trends every so often. Like, right now, it's the ring light. They put it behind them. And uh, the girl ends up in a lingerie or something. Uh, and then, yeah. And then I see big guys doing it. And they just open the fridge shirtless. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I said, I could do that. That's easy for me yeah. to do. That's, well,
0: I can't I can't get a handle on the trends either. Like, that's my issue is I don't understand how the trends work. I don't understand how you know what's trending and what's not. Like, all the technical stuff, like, I don't understand how it works. And so, I'm struggling with tech. Everybody's like, get on stock. You do so good at it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to, how, how to do it.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you can start out, because I kind of was doing that, too. Just get you a pair of, I don't know if you can do it with Bluetooth headphones, but just a pair of wired headphones. And you can do what's called either stitching or duetting. And you could just pretty much react to TikToks. I
0: guess I could do that. Everybody wants me to do like paranormal TikTok. And I'm like, well, okay. I mean, I could do that. Right now, it's hard. Right now, I'm on a, on a camera hiatus for personal reasons. Um, but So, I'm, I'm not doing any of that. But I'm trying to learn it while I'm, I'm on camera hiatus. So... Um. You know, when I come back, I should be. I'm just gonna Google it. You know, I should be a, a TikTok professional. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Well,
1: as much research you do, I'm sure you you'll you'll do great. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, You're welcome. Know, um. That's. I get, Well, we're slowly building a pretty decent following on there. It's nothing great. Our goal is to uh, get to, to to a thousand. So, I think a 1,000 is where you can go live.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And uh, we we recently got into ghost hunting. So, I got a yeah. spirit box and the an EMF detector. And I'm fucking clueless how this EMF <laughs> detector works. So, I'm just going around. Because it's got a little light on the like antenna. And when it changes colors yeah. and then the numbers go up, I'm like, is that something? I don't know. <laughs> something happened there. Uh, but, uh, my mom just film
0: it like it is something and nobody would know. They would just, I mean, that's what they do on all the ghost shows. They're like, Oh, something's happening. I don't know what, what, but it's happening.
1: Yeah. So I would, uh, we went to my mom's house and apparently it's haunted where they live. And, uh, we got some orbs in the video and, uh, and I think we thought we heard something on the spirit box, but I'm not sure if we did or not. Yeah. But uh, we're going to try to do, but that's one thing that's very hard to do is find paid locations that I actually go to.
0: Oh, yeah, it can be, definitely. I always tell everybody to start with your um, local lore and local legends. Um, You know, start digging into what you already know and then perfect those things, so once you learn everything that you can about one particular legend and then build off of it, eventually, once you look into the void, it looks back and it starts kind of, you know, following you around a little bit. So you'll, you'll get it down in no time, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Um. One thing I did notice, just because it's a cemetery, don't mean it's haunted.
0: Yes, absolutely. If
1: we found that out. We went to one which, you know, you're not really supposed to do this because I guess people like to go and vandalize stuff but you're not supposed to go to two uh cemeteries after sunset or whatever but we went to one that was deep in the country and you know we've we kind of really thought that oh, uh, you know not too many people gonna be coming out here and it was on a dead end road and all this so uh we went out and checked it out and surprising you would think being in a cemetery would be creepy as fuck and scary at night we went to this one and it was complete opposite of that it was uh about 65 degrees out slightly windy it was peaceful as fuck i'm talking about that you can lean up against a tree and take it nap. oh
0: yeah cemeteries like, are nice they're really i mean they're really i mean it's a place peace right the rest you know and a lot yeah. of people always assume yeah that they're all haunted and you know they're just not they're not that way and you know it's, it's some of them i'm sure do have some residual weirdness but like people have died on every <laughs> single spot on this entire fucking planet not everywhere is haunted and i think that that's something people forget about a lot because we're not able to see the entire scope of uh, you know of history around us so i mean you know and and there have been some really strange cemeteries but for the most part yeah i think they're super peaceful
1: yeah yeah like that one we went to even my wife i think we've come to realize that my wife is an empath um and i even talked with v about this and she said that she can detect that that my wife is an empath as well. So, so my wife, when we was walking out to there, and she said, I don't feel nothing here. You know, there's nothing here. You know, it's a cemetery. There, there probably is. You know, bodies in the ground, but there's I don't feel like there's nothing else here.
0: Yeah, they're just shells way. at that point. Once you die, your body at that point is just a shell and uh you know your spirit doesn't necessarily have to stay tethered to your body it just depends on what you believe i suppose but you know as far as cemeteries themselves go now i've been to so many that are supposedly haunted that you know, I I all of them locally, every single one that I can drive to within two hours I've been to. And and I think maybe we've only ever found one that was kind of strange. Um, but that's because it was attached to an asylum and a whole bunch of horrific shit had actually taken place, you know, just a couple of feet away. Um, but I don't think it's attached to the fact that the bodies are buried there. So,
1: yeah, but I, that actually <laughs> reminded me of an uh, one of y'all's past episodes where y'all talk. I think uh, Pat brought it up where or, or one of y'all did. Where, like, when someone passes away and they go into the light, that's them seeing the light of them being born and whatever into another. So, that's what it's like. I've always thought that. I was like, you know, because how how things go. Like, Deja Vu, when he brought it up. I was like, what if all our souls, there's just a limited amount of souls, and we just get reused every time. And it's like they uh, fucking wipe our memory and we just start over from a different aspect
0: my thing about it is that i approach this through the scope of an astrophysicist because that's what i went to college for was astrophysics and what we know is that energy can't be created nor destroyed and we are literal forms of energy Mm -hmm. and so therefore when we die something happens to us maybe we mold with other things or other people and that's why you have people that are kindred spirits to you is because at some point in time your souls were literally one thing together um you know that could explain that and then once we die i don't i don't believe in traditional ghosts i don't think ghosts are dead people um you know what are they exactly i guess i can't tell you that but i don't believe that it's just people wandering around because I think that our energy goes off to go create something different. Um, But you could have some of that sentience remain, which is why you have kids that remember past lives and things like that, Um, you know, because there is a record of that. And there is, you know, people have deja deja vu and things. So, I mean, you've got these weird encoded memories um, that happen, but that's really it. Um, Because I've talked to a lot of people that have had near-death experiences or have medically died And I'll tell you, I have never had... That's been another thing I've kind of been researching on my own. I've never, ever had a single person tell me that they died and anything extravagant happened. Every single one of them says nothing happened. And I don't know if that's more horrifying than any type of religious aspect or if that's more comforting. I haven't really decided yet.
1: Yeah. It's hard to say. I don't know what to think about it. I don't like to get into it because then you get people all... out of whack and tore up about it and all this shit so i just don't talk about that type of stuff Uh, that's
0: smart that's a good stance to have on things because you know and that's what i say all the time i don't care what what anybody believes in that's not my business just as it's not a lot of people get upset because i'm very much vocal about how i'm a practicing witch um it's not anybody's business you know it's and you know that I think that that's because it's a personal experience that every single one of us is having and I'm I'm gonna love you for it either way so I just I try not to make a big to-do about religion itself or you know after 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 you know life and things like that that's just not I'm here for the now so
1: (laughs) just try to enjoy your life and have fun and all that good shit not worry about other people yeah (laughs) But, um, let's see. lost, uh, where I was going, um, well, I guess, uh, I guess that's all I can think of off the top of my head right now. <laughs> that's uh, okay. <laughs> my, my, wa- my daughter actually messaged, like, uh, can we go get lunch? <laughs>
0: Oh, i guess it's, it is kind of lunchtime that's fine yeah
1: <laughs> i understand
0: yeah. i can always come back so
1: <laughs> oh yeah 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 definitely uh always more than welcome uh had a blast uh um shout out to pato uh hopefully he gets feeling better quicker quick and all that i uh, know he just had uh surgery so uh get, get him back to his old self and uh
0: that's
1: right yeah old self <laughs> <laughs> no just messing with you. i'm not far behind you pat uh uh but hey, i'm glad he's doing good and everything went well and, uh, maybe uh him uh getting his shit fixed he can uh get out there and do more things he wants to do and all that good shit and uh yeah. hopefully y'all can get together and do a what i always wanted to do before we go is get a bunch of like podcasts together. Just do a big ass live show. And just have fun and be goofy as fuck. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. talk about whatever. Just fucking rent out of big space. And we just set up a, a couple cameras or a camera or whatever. And a few mics and just fucking let loose.
0: I think having just a podcaster's convention would be a good idea. I mean, are there some out there? There might be. But I guess I haven't heard of any yet. I think that like doing something like that would be cool. Because like when I went to CryptidCon, there were people with their podcasts that had been live the whole entire fucking weekend. And like, that's cool and all. But like, I agree. Like if you did like a podcaster's convention, you could like cut off a whole room. And then people could kind of go in and out of the studio. And but but be live the entire time. I think that would be really, really
1: cool. Like a podcast marathon.
0: Yeah, I think that would be really fucking neat. I think someone should do that. Not me because I don't have time to do that, but somebody yeah. should and I will participate.
1: <laughs> Just invite me.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. But I'm not You can even
1: it, so. make it, you know, more interesting and not interesting, but more to good to do good, you can raise money for a good cause or something.
0: Yeah, I think that would be. Oh yeah, a charity would be a really good. We almost did something like that because the Mothman Festival got canceled, and um, you know that's a big deal. I mean that town lives off of the Mothman Festival revenue, and then you know on top of that, you had all these people that rely on that income because it's a huge fucking festival. Um, so we had thought about doing that. A lot of a lot of artists, a lot of creators were were hit by this pandemic and, you know, that sucks, and so, you know, we definitely thought about raising money for everybody that was going to attend, but, I mean, it didn't happen, um, but I'm all about philanthropy, that shit, that shit is cool as fuck, so, definitely, um I'm all for a fundraiser.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you actually got me thinking, you know, Johnny is probably be like, oh, God, you just said something, now Jimmy's going to try to do something. Do it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to some uh, other people, it'd be cool to, you know, find a central location for everybody to be able to come to. And uh, like you said, do a fucking podcast convention, you know, just have a bunch of different podcasts there and everybody promote everybody.
0: Yeah. Sign me up. I'll I'll be there.
1: Well, I will look into it and see how I'm sure uh, if not a convention, we can just meet somewhere and all. Like I said, just, yeah, have a fucking blast rent oh, yeah. a big a- hey you know what rent a cabin in the fucking in the woods Yeah, a big ass cabin oh, yeah, in the woods and go just flying. sit out yeah, yeah. oh man <laughs> I- now you got me I want to ask this one. okay this will be the last thing I ask you okay. if you was to truly uh, go in or truly encounter a Bigfoot would you try to go after it or would you just try to look at it and not or try to interact with it or whatnot, not get scared or whatever. So
0: the so the scientist in me says that I would try to interact with it as much as I can, um, but the human in me knows that it would be a terrifying experience. Um, you know, on top of like you have to consider what Bigfoot is. I think that it's a it's an animal. Um, and, you know, if I saw a bear out in the woods, I'm not going to stand out there and like yell <laughs> at the bear and try to get to get its attention like that would be dumb, you know, you see a yeah. mountain lion, you're not going to be like here kitty kitty, you know that's dumb, but it is Bigfoot I've never seen Bigfoot, I have friends that allegedly have seen it, um, you know they, they say it's a very it's obviously a very surreal experience because it's it's proven to you once and for all hey this thing is real um you know i i would love to see one but also i would be kind of fucking terrified i would probably pee my pants but i probably would try to pet it um so i would be very emotionally conflicted
1: (laughs) (laughs) golly I, i don't know what i would do i don't know what i would do i'd be terrified I think, be uh, scared. Yeah. especially because, you know, most time you go squatching or whatever, it's at nighttime. Yeah. So if you see anything in the woods at night and you can't make it clear and it's loud like they're supposedly are and fucking massive, you're probably going to be fucking pet. like Oh, God, fuck this. Yeah. I'm out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to see my big ass running for as long as I can. <laughs> I don't know how long that'll be because and if he starts chasing me, he's probably going to catch me. He's got, you know, he's got them long legs. He can make up more distance than I can. And uh, I'm a big dude. I get winded quick. So I probably wouldn't be much of a challenge for him. I probably should just try to stand my ground and fight motherfucker
0: <laughs> for so, for someone that goes out into the woods a lot myself I'm actually surprisingly I'm I'm very I'm, I guess I'm sickly that's the best way to put it I'm okay <sighs> just I got a lot of physical issues and uh, yeah. I probably shouldn't go out there but but I do and it's dumb and my crew is always is always like trying to baby me while we're out in the woods so like yes me trying to run from a sasquatch would be fucking just devastating cuz I wouldn't make it so I so I would at, at least attempt to make friends with it because that would be my best defense <laughs>
1: Go over start patting it and whisper sweet nothings in its ear. <laughs> yeah. Stroke its head, you know, work your way down, squeeze his butt or something. Even Whatever though it, it probably, is. he probably smells heinous. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. Uh, you know, it's you know funny. We just had a liquor store here in town. It moved locations and they completely changed their name to Bigfoot Liquors.
0: Oh. Well, do they have like a specialty type of Bigfoot liquor? Because I might have to come purchase some.
1: I have no clue. I haven't been in there because I don't drink. But uh, they actually have a massive uh, wood carving of a statue, uh, a Bigfoot, out front. You,
0: oh, well, you should at least go take a picture with it.
1: I've been, I've been talking about doing that for so long, and I haven't. Uh, since it's open, and I, when they first opened, I'm like, hey, you going to call yourself some fucking Bigfoot liquor. and ain't got nothing around that besides the sign with a Bigfoot. And then a week later, there's this massive statue of Bigfoot out front of it. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's all it-. <laughs> I, I told Johnny, so we need to go take a picture with Bigfoot, man.
0: Yeah, that's right. You guys need to go do it. That's we don't have we don't have anything cool like that locally. I mean, of course I've got a, a million pictures of the Mothman statue, but you know, as far as like right down the road from me, no, I'd be there every day in my in my ho ass outfits taking <laughs> taking some ho ass pictures with the Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> okay, well now uh, if you're if you're squatching in ho ass outfit, I don't know if Bigfoot is gonna be uh he might be chasing you for other than to kill you. So <laughs> That's why they I don't. Do it. No, just they kidding. don't. They don't have no cancel culture. He then don't give don't. a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna do whatever he wants to you. <laughs> yeah. And funny. then when he's done, he can just disappear again, and he will never be get Nobody, caught. You're
0: right. Nobody's gonna arrest him, right? He's not gonna get in trouble for it.
1: No, he's like, I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> that does lead, yeah, that does lead me to this other thing. I bought a shirt off the internet. It's a Bigfoot shirt, and it says. uh Undefeated hide and seek champion. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. And,
0: a. And the official quarantine champion that Bigfoot was way ahead of the pandemic game. <laughs> and,
1: and the and the Bigfoot on is Harry from Harry and the Hendersons.
0: Oh, I love Harry and the Hendersons. I
1: fucking. Yeah, I love this shirt. I, I wear it as much as I, when I do go up there and uh, take the picture, I'm going to be sure to be wearing that one. But, oh, yeah. uh I, and I guess I'm putting a picture like, look what I found. I <laughs> you, found ain't Bigfoot.
0: A, yes. you ain't a you ain't a hide and seek
1: <laughs> champion no more, buddy.
0: <laughs> Would that
1: make you and the I, champion then if you find Bigfoot? Yeah, now I'm. Then then Bigfoot's gonna get wind of it, and then he's gonna come and try to murder me
0: you should take like a championship belt with you and like <laughs> that's what i wanted to, be, to be, do like,
1: taking it from them <laughs> that's what i wanted to do is have like cuz i'm big into wrestling too so yeah. i wanted to have a, a cuz if you ever seen the jim jam show picture i had a buddy mate i actually have a belt over my shoulder yeah in the picture and i w- that would be awesome to get that belt actually made because it's got like a pumpkin and it says i can't remember what it says but it's got bat wings and all that shit oh, pretty yeah. cool but uh that would be awesome to have an actual belt maybe you know take that belt up there and have it thrown it over my shoulder
0: yeah i'm the
1: champion now or hat put it around him and then yeah. strip it off of him
0: yeah throw it over my shoulder <laughs> the bigfoot liquor people are like who is this guy here doing a whole ass photo shoot
1: <laughs> he's taking <laughs> a video he's he acting like he's about to fight the statue <laughs> yeah like he's bucking up to the statue like <laughs> what would they do if they see? Oh, he's got a knife out. He's stabbing at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure they get all kinds kinds of people taking interesting pictures over there, but it sounds like yours would be the best one. So,
1: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna go in there and ask him and see. But you know, yeah. it's not like I don't understand why it's called Bigfoot Lickers because we're not we got mountains close to us, but I don't think I've ever heard of any Bigfoot sightings there. So mm-hmm. I'm not okay. sure about that. And oh, yeah. it's not like. You know, anybody can, I'm not trying to be whatever about this, but anybody can be into Bigfoot hunting or whatever. But it's Indian folks that own this liquor store, like from India. Uh And I'm like, that would make sense. Bigfoots, there's a lot of mountains in India. So there could be Indian Bigfoots over there too.
0: You should go in there and ask them like, hey, why'd you guys name it Bigfoot Liquor? And then they come out with, oh, we're really big fans of the monster truck. (laughs)
1: Like that's not the same thing. I don't think, is it? <laughs> you got it all wrong, buddy. You should redo your story and just like you encountered a Bigfoot. And then that... he
0: did though. So that's what I'm saying. You should ask him.
1: But or, like <laughs> the monster truck. Is the monster truck actually after a Sasquatch or is it just?
0: It's just, I think it's it's just the fact that the monster truck is really large, and so they just oh, okay. call it Bigfoot, I, I think.
1: <laughs> they should rebrand it and put a big-ass Sasquatch on the hood of it.
0: Yeah, they should. I know that, like, when I try to hashtag Bigfoot on, like, Instagram, the monster truck comes up.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot. <laughs> oh, I imagine that happens all the time. But, uh. Yeah, hell yeah, this is fun. I'm gonna have to get off here because uh, I'm sure yeah. they're ready to eat, but uh, sure. yeah, we'll definitely have to come back on and uh, oh, it'd be uh, it was fun. Uh, talked about a whole lot of craziness, sure. a whole lot of funness, alien, <laughs> big alien dicks, um, Bigfoot. <laughs>
0: That's what you get when you invite me on your shows, people. So uh, if you want to have a good time. Call
1: five, call seven seven three five nine weird. You wanna have a good? Oh, you're fucked now. I'm about to go write that in the bathroom. Do it, do it. I'm not gonna put five nine weird. I'm just gonna put the actual number.
0: The
1: actual numbers, yeah. Do it. I'm like, hey, I was told to call this number.
0: <laughs> for a good time. I'm gonna start doing that shit. That's good marketing. Fuck. Fuck why yeah. did
1: I think of it? I'm gonna do it for my number and y'all's number. <laughs> Sounds good. And the the people in the uh, truck stop or whatever is gonna be calling like, who the fuck? Why are you putting your shit in my fucking stalls? <laughs> I didn't do it.
0: Make sure you do it at the Bigfoot Liquor. That's really important.
1: Dude, they oh, maybe they got a bathroom. Yeah. I might just stick a sticker on their window. Call for a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have the phone
0: number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Get go meet your family. Or oh, last last thing, real quick, uh, put the sticker or something beside Bigfoot outside.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah. You should do it. It's good.
1: Uh, if we go and get something real quick, I, uh, we'll go by and I'll take a picture of the Bigfoot and I'll send it to you. Oh, yeah. So you can see what cool. I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, Ashers, thank you so much for joining me on this. Uh, and I look forward to what's coming for y'all. And uh well, I still got a lot of episodes to go, so you'll be here, y'all will be in my ear holes for a while now. Forever. As <laughs> long as y'all good. are doing it.
0: We we are going to do it forever, so
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. get ready. <laughs> Keep penetrating my ears, y'all. Ooh, that sounds weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've had weirder requests requests, I promise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate it, Ashley. You have a great day and we'll talk to you later. All right. Tennessee board. Say just a demon booth where a death portal goes down to game